0: Hey Geekscapists, welcome to our brand new Geekscape episode. If this is your first Geekscape episode, I'm Jonathan Lennon. We'd like to talk movies, video games, comics, pop culture, uh, and all the storytelling stuff. And usually I, I like to do that with a storyteller. Uh, not that this person isn't a storyteller, but this is a special episode. I'm down in San Diego to see our good friends Punchline, who did the Geekscape theme song you just listened to. And I'm in San Diego, uh, sitting at the Lafayette Hotel, uh, with my friend Dr. Lynn Marie Morski. Did I pronounce that right?
1: You, Dead on.
0: And, uh, and this is the funny thing. You guys were like, wait, I downloaded Geekscape and I want to hear about movies and video games and comics and TV with someone who makes movies, video games, comics and TV, like all the other Geekscapes. Um, A, sorry. B, <laughs> not sorry. Because this episode uh, is something that I distinctly went right to, uh, to Dr. Lin and was like, Dr. Morsky and was like, hey, I want you on the show because I think you have a message that my Geekscapists need to hear. So we're sitting outside of the Lafayette Hotel here in San Diego, and uh, and here's the story of how I met uh, Dr. Morsky, and then we will go into Dr. Morsky. Uh, not like in. No, never mind. <laughs> Still socially awkward after all these years. So, Geekscapists, um, today is the release date of Quitting by Design, and Quitting by Design is uh, as Dr. Lynn Marie Morsky's book, and uh, we are in the same running group that you've heard many times about on the on the podcast. If you're a long time listener, November Project, the free volunteer all fitness group that uh, that I do several times a week, early in the mornings and stuff. And uh, I'm part of the LA chapter. She's part of the San Diego chapter. So on Facebook, you get suggested a lot of friends, usually in the same groups. She was suggested to me. I click on her page. I see this whole like theory on how quitting is the best thing ever and I'm somebody who I've been doing this podcast 12 years. there's lots of conviction here I don't believe in quitting unless like you drag me kicking and screaming and I was like, what the fuck is this? And I started reading into it and it sounded like more than just quitting and for and I think this would be a really useful episode for those of you who are maybe feel like you're dealing with too much. Maybe you can't uh, distinguish the signal from the noise in your own lives. Maybe uh, you feel burdened. Maybe you feel depressed. Maybe you feel like there's just too many things coming at you, overstimulated. Um, that is what Quitting is about, I think. So uh, she's got a new book. It's out today. It's called Quitting by Design. There will be a link in the show notes. And uh, let's go. So Dr. Morsky, talk to me.
1: Yes, John. Uh, where did
0: the idea for quitting by design go? Like where did it come from?
1: Where did it come from? It came from the fact that I see a lot of people stuck in places in life and the reasons they always gave me for being stuck never made sense to me. Since I was a young child, I had no problems quitting a thing. As soon as it wasn't working for me, I didn't think like, oh, what are people going to think about my quit? Or, oh, but what about all, the t- about all the time or money I've sunk into a thing? Like Those things I know are pretty common when other yeah. people are contemplating quits. But they never occurred to me. And once in, I was listening to the Freakonomics podcast. Okay. And they had an episode called The Upside of Quitting. And they used economics terms to cover these things that I always thought about. Like the whole, like, oh, I've sunk so much time or money into that. Well, that's the sunk cost fallacy in economics. Is right. seeing like, okay, oh, you've already put a bunch of time or money into something you don't like. Why would you put more time or more yeah, money into anything, that? if anything,
0: you should appreciate how much you will continue to lose if you don't it's, just cut exactly, your losses
1: exactly so yes. it's like a
0: gambling mentality to be like well i'm that close to 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 getting that jackpot right so i'll yeah, just put another couple thousand in right
1: there. right mm-hmm. and as i heard this episode i was like oh man there are like uh some cost fallacy was one opportunity cost was another and i thought more people need to hear this message and so uh at the time i was in law school And I had to give a speech at graduation. I was like, what am I gonna tell these people that can be useful? You know, these graduates, they're coming out and they're about to go into this field that is kind of intense and a whole lot of people do not love once they get to practicing law. And I thought, I'm gonna tell them all to quit. I'm gonna tell them. You're
0: you're gonna go up there and tell a bunch of graduates who've just dedicated X number of years to this craft to quit.
1: Yes, that was like the first opening sentence. I said, you know, you've made it this far, you've graduated, congratulations now quit. And there's of course, you know, this little little (laughs) rumble. Well it's funny because there's like a rumble in the audience and yet when you watch the video, every professor sitting behind me smiles from ear to ear. Because law school professors used to work generally in firms and then realize, oh my God, this is like a soul-sucking terrible idea. I'm gonna go teach law. And then they love their lives significantly more. And every single one of them got it. Afterward they're like, oh my gosh, that message needed to be heard. You know, like I wish somebody would have told me years ago it was okay to quit this traditional practice of law, whatever. And so once I did that, I was like, oh, this is a message that I would like more people to hear. And then some podcast back in like 2016 heard about my speech, and they're like, can you come on and talk about the art of quitting? I was like, oh, sure. This it is, is an art of quitting. They, they called it, it, it the art of quitting. The, the, yeah. The, the title of that episode was Success in the Art of Quitting. And I was like, oh, that's good. And so little by little, things started coming up where I was like, I really enjoy spreading this message this you know yeah. a lot of people are told to live their best life but nobody, never give up well well th- those are two separate things right okay. They're like okay so, oh, thank you. yeah yeah Let's so, talk like, about first that. off they're like okay think about all the self-help that's like okay you know say right now you're not where you want to be just go live your best life or maybe you're in a job or a city or a relationship or a mindset or heck a diet or a a hobby that right. isn't serving you. Everybody says, go live your best life. Just go find your best life. They don't deal with the fact that the pain point is very often leaving whatever isn't working for you. Right. That quitting is often the pain point. And rarely is there a book that addresses how hard it is to make that quit. Everybody just says, go, go live your best life. Like, like you somehow already know how to leave the other one.
0: Like you're in a quagmire and you can't get yourself out of the quagmire to run free because you're in this quagmire. And we build these quagmires up. Geekscape is uh, almost like subconsciously sometimes built on like, we were talking before the podcast about like trauma or, or self-medication. Um, I know that like my comic book collection is it's total self-medication. Like I have so many comic books and they just make me feel good. And those of you who play video games, every time there's a Steam summer sale, which like just happened, or anytime there's a, a sale anywhere or GameStop has a sale... Or, there, how many video games have you purchased that are sitting in your Steam library on your shelves, or maybe they're Blu-rays or DVDs, and you just haven't watched them? And you may never watch or play those video games, but you bought them anyway, and they make you feel bad when you realize the money that you lost, but that's that some cost fallacy, right? That you were talking about? What is it called? The... Sunk
1: cost fallacy. It's
0: like, you've already spent the money don't worry about that, just get rid of those games because they're just dragging you down. Like the presence is just dragging you down.
1: Yeah, absolutely, a lot of clutter is mm-hmm. is not good for you. You know, yeah. and, and, and that sunk cost policy, you're right, comes up, like you're cleaning out your closet and you're like, what, I spent so much money on this shirt, why would I give it away? And like Marie Kondo, who's this famous woman yeah. about cleaning things out.
0: She's the most famous she's person. She's the most, yeah? if out. that is
1: a thing, yes, yes. She's, she is that lady, and she says, look at that item and think about the fact that when you bought it, it brought you joy. So when you were super stoked to like go to the midnight sale and get that new video game, think about the enjoyment that came from it. You know, the preparation leading up to going to buy the game, yeah. the buying the game, the first and the time you played that new game. That's, How you
0: never played it again. <laughs> you may have
1: never played it again, but right. but it served its purpose that money you know, wasn't a waste. Because I think a lot of us get caught up, and this is another one of my favorite things, is like, oh, what about time or money I wasted? Um, mm-hmm. No, no, no. If you learn anything from it or got any enjoyment out of it, it wasn't a waste. Maybe it was a $1,000 shirt and you definitely didn't wear it what you think is at $1,000 worth of times, but right. still, like at this point, it's serving you no value and having less clutter in your life would be of value to you. So there's more value of getting rid of that.
0: And, this, and I know we're talking about things that we can appreciate, Geekscapists, like movies and comics and video games, um, but this can also be people, jobs, where you live you know um, and these become like our little prisons don't they and and there is a point where they make us feel good and then there's a point where they don't make us feel good so I'm quitting Geekscape Geekscape I brought (laughs) brought Dr. Morski on here to help you to know you all have been my little cage keepers not anymore I don't work for anybody no I'm kidding Geekscape would make I'd go insane if I didn't talk to you people on the internet every week um I love Geekscape, and, but, but as, as I think many of you long Geekscapists have realized, I've course corrected Geekscape to be something that serves something new and something different and we're not just giving reviews of movies. Uh, by the way, I thought the mag was not fun. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yes, DC put Batman's penis in a comic book this week, or last week, and it was underwhelming. Uh, <laughs> there, there's your geek news. Anyway, back to this.
1: But I like I like that you brought up the fact that even you had quit part of Geekscape because quitting yes. isn't always something dramatic. It's not like you always have to throw the baby out with the bathwater. If you are doing something you love and you realize one part of it isn't working, quit that one part. Right. You know, I, I have a podcast called Quit Happens, and one of my episodes that you're all subscribing to. Yes, thanks, guys. Quit happens. Quit happens. It does, and it should. Um, but I had a plastic surgeon on and he was really unhappy in the way his practice was going and his options were kind of like quit medicine altogether <laughs> or quit doing the procedures I don't like. You know, he just wanted to do like rhinoplasties, reconstructive rhinoplasties. Right. He doesn't want to do eyes or whatever ears, whatever an else a plastic surgeon does. And he went to his boss and he said two things. He's like, "I don't want to have this crazy schedule anymore and I don't want to do anything but rhinoplasties." And they actually worked it out where he had a new schedule with two weeks on, two weeks off, and where he could only do rhinoplasty, so he quit parts of his job and was still able to then remold his job into something he enjoyed, and that's like what you did, right. you know? The little pivots, we don't have to call them quits if the word quitting makes you uncomfortable, but they're little course corrections or pivots. Yeah.
0: I just felt uncomfortable reviewing things. Early on in Geekscape, when we were kind of nobodies, I liked reviewing things, but then when professionals started coming onto the show, reviewing their work, it, like... It, you know It's like And I didn't want to be Sports radio I didn't want to be Losers talking about winners Like they're making this stuff I want to be the person Making this stuff So it was Like Geekscape was Supposed to be a platform That helped me make stuff Now that we're making things We uh We have a movie Coming out today Alongside your book Yay! We have Guy's movie Coming out in Brazil Um But But Quitting my but Quitting Design Comes out today And um And in, in Now that we're making things I don't feel Cool Talking and reviewing Other people's work Um and, and, and it's just you, not fun. Yeah. It's, it's not, there's so many people on the internet talking and reviewing about stuff. It doesn't matter. It's noise. And here, let, we're, let's talk about something a little bigger. Let's talk about where we are in our lives. Let's talk about our interconnectivity. Let's talk about that thing the internet was supposed to do. Like bring us all together and all it's really done is allowed us all to be like secretive little uh, trolls with keyboards taking pot shots at each other. Um, Let's erase that, and let's course correct back to where we should have been, and let's talk about the connectivity, and let's help each other out, and let's don't hate create as Geekscape says, and that is what I want Geekscape to be, and you all have been an instrumental part of it. But I think you're right. Like When we think of quitting and why I looked at your profile, I was like, well, who does she think she is? (laughs) <laughs> I, I turned into an old Like I turned into An old 49er whenever, Old right? timey <laughs> Hold on there Missy um, And I'm very sexist And there's probably Some racism involved um, I'm like Ho 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 There Missy Who do you think you is um, It's I thought of it As a binary system Like I thought of quitting As like Yoda Do or do not There is no try Like he said He told Luke Do or do not And I'm like Well You either do it Or you're quitting And nobody likes A quitter And I think that it's such a simplification, oversimplification of what the truth is.
1: Yes, because we all actually like quitters, because most of us, I'm guessing, in the Geekscape world, have either liked Facebook or liked something Microsoft made. Yes. Uh, Both of the people at the helms of those things are quitters. They both quit Harvard. Right. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that in the quitters never win, those two are two of the biggest like middle fingers to that theory yeah. ever.
0: Yeah. I mean I think Steve Jobs and, and Bill Gates were major quitters back in the day. Yes. They totally quit and exactly. course corrected their lives.
1: Exactly. Yeah. It's and
0: And many of you quit their software. Right,
1: exactly. <laughs> like, I quit Microsoft many years yeah, ago. If
0: you quit Microsoft for Apple or vice versa, or you quit iOS for Android, like you're quitting.
1: Yes. You're I've like, made all of this. Enough of quits. this crap. Yes. You know? yes. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing is, think about it in those terms. If you're having any struggles with the actual quitting, I think there's two camps here. There are the people who don't know they need to quit a thing. And there are people who are struggling with the quit they know they need to make. You know, the whole fear of like, what are people going to think if I quit? Um, You know, will I be successful in the next thing I try? That was
0: my marriage. My marriage was, what are people going to think of me? What are people going to think? What are people going to think? What are people going to think? I was freaked out of my mind. Yeah. What are people going to think? It's
1: huge. And then what, did you come to a conclusion on that?
0: Yeah, who gives a fuck?
1: There we go. <laughs> <laughs> like, who gives a fuck? Because at the end of the day, are any of those people that have, the ones that have to be in the marriage? No. No. And that's what, that same thing with what they're going to think about quitting your job or quitting to go to another city or recently I quit capoeira, I did capoeira as a martial art for seven years. You were in
0: Only the Strong. That was you. I was in Only the Strong. She kicked Eric Roberts' ass. Or wait, was he in Best of the Best? I was actually
1: also in Tekken.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we had dinner before this and and I'm throwing out all these references and she's like, yeah, I'm not getting any of those references. Uh, Dr. Morsky just busted out a Tekken reference on you bastards. So, um, yeah, at least go and click on the link to her book.
1: That's ridiculous
0: what you just said.
1: Thanks. <laughs> this, is, this is a unique, beyond unique podcast. I love it. And I, I haven't bust think? out Tekken in Welcome
0: to Geekscape. Yeah, I haven't busted out Tekken since the last motherfucker needed to be put down. since I beat the ass at the last guy. That's really funny.
1: Holy shit. (laughs) Floored. Yeah, despite my Tekken past, I was able to quit martial arts to quit Capoeira. And a big thing was like, man, what are people going to think? You've dedicated so much of your life to this, and you've built so much of your identity around it. And a lot of us, like, you know, a lot of gamers probably have a, a big part of their identity is I'm a gamer and maybe for a comic book, comic book aficionado or
0: a movie guy I know all the movies
1: yeah any but. of those things but if any of those aren't currently working for you if they're if they're like hindering you in any part of your life or even like if there's some other part of your life that is hindering you but what you instead of dealing with that other part you reach for the comic books you reach yeah. for the video games as a distraction as a way to feel like you have some kind of control maybe take a step back like if you're only reaching for video games or you go binge comic book buy Take a look at what's causing that. Was it because you had a really rough day at work or like you've got some toxic friends that said some, some awesome things? And you things want that control. You? you
0: want the. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. all so some of it may. Yeah, that's all us trying to get our control of our narratives back or our control of our worlds back or feeling like I'm authority on anything. Exactly. Wow. Um, I was telling Dr. Borski, mm-hmm. and I'm not putting any of my geekscapists on blast, that like I've known you guys for, many of you for 12 years and we've had a lot of like experiences together and it started out as our love of, of comic books and video games and movies and so like that but now we've had a relationship with many of you where I've discovered the deep-seated route you guys have we've gotten very personal in this podcast uh, if you want to see how personal we get like go listen to the Dr. Chris podcast a few, or the MC Chris podcast a few podcasts ago we've had multiple people admitting to abuse from as children and things like that on this podcast and I've heard some of that stuff from you as, as, as is and it breaks my heart, but the cutting or the alcoholism or the drug abuse or that stuff, like, how much of what we're burying ourselves in, how much of that steam summer sale is that self-medication is an extension of that deep-seated trauma that we've been dealing with, like, how much therapy do we actually need and how much are we substituting through fictional content, you know what I mean? Not that video games and comics and that stuff isn't good, you're okay to like things. It's alright to like things. I'm not immediately going to go start, go start quitting comics, although I did quit DC. Um, I, you just gotta course correct. and I think not bury things, I think clarity and staying present is still a big part of it. Those are all huge. But decluttering is what you're pushing.
1: Well, what I'm pushing is the fact that we may be reaching for these things, like I said, to kind of either fill a hole. Or to distract ourselves from something that, yeah, like very often what we need to quit isn't a job or a relationship or, or something super tangible. It's a mindset or a belief, you know, say you're sitting there and your belief is I'm not good enough. And maybe, you know, then your partner comes home or your friends, they say something that builds on that. that makes you <laughs> feel not good enough. Man, what are you going to do? You're going to grab for a video game or maybe alcohol. Or maybe that's when you rush to the comic book store because that's where you can find some kind of you know control over things. Or when, distraction. Or yeah. distraction. Yeah. And that's what I, I want people to look at is like where in your life are you reaching for something to distract you? Because you may not need to reach for that if you can back up and quit whatever that thing is. If it's a belief about yourself, then man, yeah, go to therapy to have that therapist help you quit that belief. I'm not asking you to quit these beliefs on your own, yeah. you know. Um, or a mindset, because a whole lot or of people—food
0: food is a big one. Food's a,
1: about a huge one to grab for, you know. Especially yeah. you got you, you know know—you're in a relationship that's pretty toxic and leaving you feeling empty, or maybe you can't find a relationship, and that's causing a lot of negative self-talk. Then you're going to comfort yourself with food, yeah. you know. Um, so the the key is to find those areas where there's that discontent. And, and work it backwards. Like, in in America, there's this big American dream mindset that you got to have the, the job and the spouse and the 2.5 kids and the picket fence. And if you're not doing that, then you're kind of a failure. And if you subscribe to that idea of success, you're going to come short a lot. Yeah. And a big thing that helps a lot of people is quitting that mindset. Quitting trying to live somebody else's idea of success. Find your own idea of success. Mm-hmm. Create, you know? Like, yeah. who's to say that the unmarried 50 something year old with zero kids but who's made great movies they're a success But follow your own path, make your own path
0: Mm -hmm. Geekscape is I hope this is all helpful to you Um, I thought, I was like immediately, she's got a podcast she's got a book coming out, she's got to be on Geekscape because as you know guys, I've quit a lot of things, (laughs) you guys have seen it on a very personal level and uh, I think you guys have seen it on the like a professional and like a, a consumer level as well. Um, that's what we do. Uh, we course correct our lives. So however you want to think about it, um, course correction, or uh, you know, evolving, evolving, or cutting things out to simplify and to clarify. However you want to think about it. Uh, Dr. Morsky talks about it as quitting, and it, and it's really just that it's. It just works and on Facebook you guys can find her Facebook group it's Quitopia it it's is. a it's, it's a kingdom for all of you she just started the Facebook group so let's all flood it and be like hey we're geeks say <laughs> I would hi love that I and would then love uh, that. quitting by design is the, the new book the the link is up in the show notes uh, it is quitting by design it's a handsome little book. I'm um, holding it in my hands. It's super cool, and um, and if you go through it, it'll probably lead you to other pieces of advice. Because I'm guessing you reference a lot of other books. I certainly and things do. That have helped. I yeah. certainly do.
1: Yeah. And if they are just big fans of the podcast world, then they can go on over to Quit Happens and. I try to feature a new, I don't try. I actually, there is no try. Right? There is no, yeah, thanks Yoda. I just heard this. Thanks Yoda, thanks a lot. Every week, I yeah. do. Just to touch on that real quickly, quitting does not have to be fatal or permanent and that's kind of what I'm seeing in the like non-binary. You're like, it's do or quit. No, sometimes you do a thing, you don't like a thing, you quit a thing, you're like, oh, the quitting doesn't work, I'm gonna go back and do the thing. Like, right. rarely does quitting have to be permanent. You know, Almost everything can go, be gone back to, you know? Yeah. Um, But yeah, you can go on over to Quit Happens and every week I interview another successful strategic quitter so you can find out first off that everybody's the same. Everybody has the same fears at the end of the day, the Mm -hmm. same concerns, the same worries. And then you just get, I I get some tips out of them how they dealt with those fears or how they prepared the logistics for a quit of their job or whatever.
0: No, the failures. Like nothing teaches you like a failure, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And and I almost never call anything a failure because as long as you... Quitting and failing are very different things. And actually, sure. I don't know how much time we have, but one second, is that like the, there's an entire chapter in the book, quitting versus failing, and one of those you have power and one of those you don't. Mm. So say you're in a job and you're not doing well in it because you don't like it. Like the job isn't in a line with your values or your passion, but you're doing it. You're going through the motions. But I
0: named it a dance for law school.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> I
0: danced my way through law school. <laughs> what?
1: Okay. Fair enough. So... Don't you're, judge. You're,
0: <laughs> I it was film school in my case.
1: <laughs> I love it. I love it.
0: There's video and
1: everything. <laughs> we'll see that in the show notes. No oh, boy. But, but you're in something you don't love and you know you don't love it. You have two options, right? You can quit and take the power or you can wait until somebody fires you at which point you probably have failed. Yeah. And one of those happens to you and one of those is an empowered step that you take. Right. So that to me is the difference between quitting and failing, you know? And yes, there are, fit- like and you may out of nowhere get fired from a job, but most of the times that you're getting fired from a job, it's a job that you realize you kind of checked out on a long time ago. Sure, yeah, if
0: you were engaged, you probably wouldn't have gotten fired.
1: Yes, exactly, you know, and so sometimes those quits that happen to us, they're still not failures, because we probably, if, if. You'd already quit. Well, you'd already quit, and they're not failures if you learned, okay, I'm never gonna take a job like that again, Yeah. like, I don't wanna do that. We start off as lumps of clay, like a sculptor starts off. A sculptor doesn't start off putting pieces of clay together, they have a big block, and they chip pieces away, and that's Mm -hmm. how we are. We only know our real core, core, when we, Chip away all the things we find out we don't like and you don't find out you don't like them until you've done them. Mm-hmm. And so once you do something, you may fail at it because you may get fired, but you realize, hey, I was clearly not cut out for that. Next time I I don't do that type of job. Right. I go that in a different direction. Yeah.
0: Well, Dr. Morsky. Dr. Lynn Marie Morsky. Uh She's on the show, and she has a new book out today, Quitting by Design. I thought it would be awesome to bring it to you guys. Uh, hopefully, you find it useful. Hopefully, you go and check it out. And again, Quitopia and Quit Happens. Go to Quitopia on Facebook. Go to Quit Happens on whatever podcast feeder you are using right now to listen to Geekscape. Throw that five stars. Throw us five stars. Share it with your friends. Um, use it to break up with somebody. Be like, hey, Quit Happens. Dr.
1: Said, quit happen. <laughs> Here's the...
0: sorry said, ba- Sorry, babe. Quit Happens. <laughs> To tell your job to tell your boss be like hey I think you'd like that podcast I'm out bye um, and use it uh, okay there's a lot of uses for it uh, Geekscape is, and we're looking out for you so we love you it's Geekscape um, and, um, and thanks for listening guys uh, you can follow uh, Dr. Lynn Marie Morsky on Twitter, Instagram all that stuff
1: all that stuff Quitting by Design.
0: Quitting by Design. And then we are uh, Geekscape, Geekscape.net, and Geekscape Forever. Search for those on Instagram, and you will totally find us on Facebook and Twitter as well. All right, Geekscape is, And, of course, there's tons of stuff going on in Geekscape. Matt Kelly was just at Fantastic Fest in Austin, Texas looking at all those genre films. Go to Geekscape.net. You can find all that content at Geekscape.net and on the Horror Movie Night podcast feed. That's, Matt. that's where Matt is dumping tons of those interviews so there's lots and lots and lots of stuff up on the website so check that out too we love you guys over and out don't hate create Geekscape forever peace
1: bye you're listening to the Geekscape Network